Welcome to episode 71 of Story Mode, a video game podcast, the titular podcast, titular, I changed it, of StoryModeGaming.com. I'm your host, Jesse Munner, and I am joined by the silver surfer himself, Keelan Simpson. Hello. Mac Daddy Simon Evans. What's up? And the fastest gun in the West, Laura McLean. Pew, pew. <laughs> Whose mic just cut out completely. Ah, I said, I said, pew, pew. I said, pew, pew. No. I swear to God. Discord disagrees. Yeah. yeah. Discord doesn't like Discord. me at all. You've been out, you've been out shot. And, I mean, and today, we're, we're also joined by a few other guests going around the room. Maybe. We've got our pets with us. So if, if you're watching us on uh, twitch.tv forward slash story mode AUS, where we record these live every week. You'll see that we've all got little pets with us. Simon, who have you got with you? Uh, I do have Glitch and Puppy Cat, who is on the floor somewhere, but she's a bit of a loose cannon, so she won't let me pick her up at the moment. I have a little Grimlock, the uh, little blue tongue skink. It's actually my girlfriend's, but still. I claim ownership of him. Oh, he's clawing me up real good. He's he's really, (laughs) really fucking me up right now. Keelan, who have you got? Well, I have my cat, Tiny you Cat, had. but she's not here anymore because she's very moody. So I'm going to use her little toy pet insecurity shark, <laughs> which she takes with her when she's feeling sad. She puts it in her no. mouth and she meows real loud. So this will represent Aww. her. That's what adorable. Is it called? Does it have a name? It doesn't have a name. It's Tiny's Tiny's uh, separation anxiety shark. That's oh, God. Ah. And uh, Lorne is getting attacked. By some sort of owl cat. My name is Mitsuha Miyamizu. Okay, cool. That's one hell of a name. Good name. Now, there is there is a reason why we've got these pets, and we'll get to that shortly. <laughs> I think Simon's cat's about to break its what spine. What are you doing, you benign <laughs> what spine? What <laughs> <laughs> My cat's half slinky. Yeah. Um, how you guys going? Good. Uh, I'm going to let her out. My Good, other than the cat claw marks on my arm from trying to bring Tiny onto stream. Otherwise, oh, fantastic. <laughs> it, it's, my, it's weird. Like, Kill and I work now. together, and in every meeting, this cat jumps on the table and just headbutts him throughout the meeting. Or I'll be like reading out like some important, important in quotation uh, bullshit. And you suddenly just see this tail go past the screen. <laughs> Do you know and what the first time it happened? There? Very jarring. It's amazing. She's. She's reversing. She's going backwards and she's putting her butthole right next to my face because nice. she's a cat and that's what they do. I see. That is what they do. See, I think I've gotten... I've never had cats. So I, don't, I my, don't believe any of that. I think my cats are really weird in comparison because Glitch loves me. He is like... He adores me and I adore him. He lets me pick him up all the time and handle him however I want without too much complaining. Oh, fuck's sake, Grimlock, don't climb on me, you <laughs> fucking crocodile. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, thanks. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and, like, whilst, whilst I'm, like, sat here playing games and stuff, he will come in, he will stand here, look up at me and me out, and wait for me to let <laughs> him jump up onto my lap, where he will then curl up and fall asleep. Puppy cat, on the other hand, is just a gremlin in cat form, um, destroying anything and everything she can get her tiny little grubby claws on, and is an absolute nightmare. But when she's asleep and she's adorable, she is well and truly adorable. Man, but gremlin is the perfect word to describe cats. Just in case. absolutely. So, you know why you guys get a lizard? He eats bugs, and he has two dicks. <laughs> We Googled it. So he's 200% better than you. Two panaces. Mm. 200% you can't time zero. Um, two panaces for this little long lizard. And he's named Grimlock, obviously, obviously after. Yeah, no, right? He's named Grimlock after the uh, the Transformer. We were originally going to get a snake. Um, so if you wanted to get a snake, and we went to the the pet store. And we described our the tank setup we had. It was an old fish tank. And they're like, eh, 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 a snake will die in there. Be too cold for it. Hmm. But uh, this this hardy little fellow is actually quite peaceful right now. Mainly because he's, I think he is drawing he's already, blood. He's from already got blood. Body. Yeah, he's, he's already, already had enough taste of flesh that he's. Oh, a few days ago, like when we first got him, he bit me once, and uh, 
a few days ago, I was like looking at him through the tank and he, he did a full on like lunge at me. So, stranger danger. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Bit of I, a dick, eh? I used to have access to a lizard, I guess. It wasn't mine, it was my younger brother's. What do you mean you had access to a lizard? Yeah, well, it was. It. Don't say you have access to a lizard. <laughs> I had access to a lizard. I lived <laughs> in the same I'm house awful. as it. I lived in the same house as it. And yeah, like it was, it was my younger brother's. It wasn't mine. I didn't have any stake in it or any claim of ownership or anything. Um, just this cool little Western bearded dragon that was again, super chill and would just hang out on her heat rock all day. And occasionally if you, you know, got the right timing, you could just pick her up, put her on your shoulder and just should hang out there for the day. When you said you had access to a lizard, I imagined you like going outside, going under the house and there being like a lizard that lives there (laughs) during the winter or something like that. He went outside and whistled like that. We had a we had a blue uh, a, a Bluetooth a blue tongue <laughs> blue that would occur underneath my house, and my dog would just bark at it. Um, and we just assumed that he was the landlord, the true landlord of the house, <laughs> <and> the <laughs> lizard landlord. Because um, he would come like every month, demanding rent. We can confirm <laughs> most landlords are just lizard people. Lizard people, oh, yeah. cold blooded okay. lizard people. Take that! Take that! Social commentary, just like me. It's yeah. <laughs> My shoulder's well, starting to itch. Ow. Maybe you're allergic to cats. I am. Oh, no. It's a little well, bit. Well, look, this is a video game podcast, believe it or not, even though we've been talking about little pets. Look at him, little two-dick lizard. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't fucking claw me. Stop it, my dude. His claws are real sharp. And he's a lizard. Really... That's what he's supposed yeah. to do. Look at his little face. Oh, that's a pretty cool little face. It is a pretty cool face. Mm-hmm. He's um, a it's good because he's a little bit cold, so he's not too active and squirmy. Um, look, there is a reason we're talking about pets, and it's actually sad news we're talking about pets this week. Um, you guys know dog meat from Fallout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dog meat was based on like a real opinion. German Shepherd um, named River, and River sadly passed away last week, which really, really sucks. Um her owner, Joel Burgess, who is a studio director at Capybara Games, who used to work on Fallout 4, 76, and 3, 4, and 76, um, had eulogized her basically on, on Twitter and gave an explanation of how she came to inspire the character of Dogmeat. Um, and it, it was really, like, heart-wrenching. Mm. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it got me, got, got me thinking about, like, you know, pets and games and how... Because of the connection that actually has some basis in the real world, they're easy connections to make. So we thought we're going to share some of our favourite pets and animals, companions and games. Um, Yeah, first up, we'll just go through a bit of River's history, okay? Mm. Um, This is just going from that, that, that Twitter thread. So at first, the team looked to get some um, professional dogs, like police dogs or film dogs, TV dogs, famous dogs. Um, but they were kind of worried that dog meat could become one-dimensional, just like a canine weapon. And obviously, they didn't want that. They wanted it to be a companion. Fallout games are known for a companion. So if you can have an animal one, it needs to have that same back and forth. You're not going to have dialogue with it. So you need to have, it needs to have its own personality to form that connection. Um and he said that there was a new studio member who came in who had photos all over their desk of you know, dogs bearing their teeth, ready to fight. And that's not what they wanted. So he kind of worked out, okay, everyone's sort of on the wrong page here. We can't do that. What's the best way to have everyone understand how, how special a relationship with a pet can be? So he brought River into the office. Um, obviously, they did like some motion capture and they could like poke and prodder and stuff and see how dogs react. But it also got the whole crew work thinking about how a dog is a companion. It can be like an actual friend to the crew. Um, so yeah, formed a bit of connection with the team to the point where they basically dog meat is almost a one for one of river. Mm. Um, the facial splotches on her, on her face. I mean, where else would they be? Mm. Apparently lined up really well with facial animations because they were perfectly placed to show the contortions and stuff on her face to express emotion. Um, all the yelps and barks and everything like that are hers. Um, Chris, is, Chris says there's a, there's a really heartbreaking 
time when they're recording audio, they need to it need to be like a worried yelp. So they put her in the recording booth and he just stood outside so that she could smell him but not see him and they had to wait and then she started getting really, really worried. So again, those yelps. Um, and I, something that I really like is they would go on walks with her and every now and then, you know, she would run up in, fr- in front of the person who was walking her and then stop and look back just to make sure that they're not too far apart, like always looking out for them. Um, and Dogmeat does that mm. in the game. He'll run out too far and then turn around just to make sure that you're still there. Mm. Um, it's an interesting dynamic because Dogmeat also doesn't belong in that world. There's some lore in the game that says that Dogmeat was also from the past. And it kind of makes sense because there's no other non-mutated dogs in the Fallout universe. Right. So it makes sense that he'll defend you because he understands what you are. Like You're a normal human being. You're the only one there. And actually... Um, they all, uh, River's personality also affected how they did the combat with Dogmeat because obviously you still need to have a combat mechanic being a companion. In the game, the Dogmeat doesn't really attack, it defends. Mm. So rather than it like trying to like bite an enemy's throat out, it'll hold an enemy back from you and mm. distract them to try and draw the danger away from you or run in front of you and take a shot. Because that, like, that's oh, how that- loyal this thing is. Oh, yeah. Oh, and man, I think that's too real. Oh, uh, like Just read the, the like- tweets. This, this dog was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely, really cool dog. I think that's what kind of spoke to play. It's something that I think I noticed more in retrospect. But look, I I had some issues with Fallout Four, but Dogmeat's one of the parts that I loved about. It. Like Dogmeat became Agreed. sort of the the biggest character, all the all the advertising, all the marketing stuff like that. And I think it's because you put your own. You know, you see it as your dog. Like, I, I have a dog. I'm not going to bring him on camera because he, he smells like a thousand butts um, and he'll lick my face. But, I, you know, I kind of see my dog in there. Um, there's actually a dog will come, we'll speak about a bit later on, who looks identical to Hamish. So when I played, it, it's it Boomer from Far Cry. Mm. looks identical to my dog. If somebody even looked at him wrong, I was laying them out. <laughs> Just absolutely eat. tearing people apart uh, i want to go back to what you said before as well because i think the reason that that um i guess dog meat resonated so much is just because like they, they put a lot of time and attention into how he behaved and yeah for that reason you, you can really buy into it like with the human companions in fallout like they're like stilted bethesda robot characters you know caricatures um, almost in a weird way yeah but when you when you take that framework of that th- those weird characters who are sort of one-dimensional they they get in your way and they do all sorts of weird dumb shit and you apply that to a dog it just makes so much more sense and like yeah. you can really buy into it like i spent a lot of time with fallout 4 with dog meat because the others were frustrating. They were getting in my way. They were annoying. Or they were talking about some dumb bullshit I didn't really care about. But the dog, its behavior, and the clunkiness inherent in that game, like, it made sense. It made the game yeah. pleasant to play. I love mm. that. If, if you've ever owned any pet, really, any, any four-legged creature that walks around on the floor... They do get in your way. They do trip mm-hmm. you up. They do block you from like- Especially when their collars have fallen off and you don't know they're there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, I actually had to take Glitch's collar off the other week because I realised half his fur around his neck oh, yeah. had sort of rubbed off. So I've taken it off and I can't hear him come through the house. <laughs> <laughs> so that was assassin. Like last, last night I was in bed falling asleep and then all of a sudden there's just this weight on my foot. And I look up and it's just glitch. He's just jumped up onto the bed and just, you know, landed on my foot. But like just that split second of like, what the fuck? Oh, it's just him. Mm-hmm. And like creatures, like these living creatures that we have are weird and awkward and quirky. And I like how they did put so much attention into copying that over for a companion. And there there was a particular post um in that tweet thread. Um which mentioned how look, if you've ever owned a German Shepherd, you know what this behavior is like. And it is spot on. It's absolutely spot on. 
um, my mum has a German Shepherd and <laughs> Mars is good names. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Got that good dog name. Yeah. I like it. Um, I always call him Mars Bar because he's a German Shepherd. What you so do? He looks like a Mars Bar. Um, and he is the biggest idiot, but he loves you more than anything else in the world. He just wants to be around and hang out with you and get your attention and just, he wants you to know that he's there the whole time. And it's just so good. It's just so lovely. Hmm. One of the things I think with Fallout games that sort of, uh, it could be a bit of a bugbear for me is sometimes I feel like the world you're in is not worth saving. It's yeah. already too bleak. But Dogmeat, they, they capture the emotion in his eyes really, really well. And he kind of smiles a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll save the world just for dog meat. Yeah. A little bit of hope in such a bleak environment. Yeah. Do you have to squirt a cat, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about to, how nice animals are. And here you um, squirting a cat with a water bottle. And she's now sat on top of a TV. Ah. You can just sort of see her butt. Yes. Her TV now. Yes, oh, yes you can. Well, speaking of cats, let, let, let's move into some of the other pets and games. Let's start with a cat. And this is a cat that I think uh, I think Simon will be very, very familiar with. The Palicos from oh, Monster yeah. Hunter. Mm. I love these little motherfuckers. I, I named my, when I played Monster Hunter World, I didn't know that you can do it with Palicos. So um, Keelan and Lauren, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but in Monster Hunter, you have animal companions. Um, in the new game, they introduce dogs and an owl. What? Yeah, but the owl, the owl is a companion. He's, yeah. just a pet. He's just but, a pet. Uh, Palicos are these cats that hang around with you and they can be healers. They can help you in combat. They can be gatherers, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they're your companions when you go out to do, to do hunts. I didn't know that you could customize yours. So when you oh, do yeah, your... Yeah. Uh, you create you create your cast uh, your uh, custom character. The next screen is your palico. You can name it. So when I played Monster Hunter World, I had Krangus. Krangus the cat. Krangus. Krangus the cat was the best. I've continued Krangus over into um into rise into, into rise as well. Tell us more about the palicos. Okay. What, what, what's 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 their problem? Why is one a chef? <laughs> because why, why not? not? Are they are they meant to be like? So essentially, did they try to make the chef one hot, kind of? Look, if you're, they, they make if you're sexually like, attracted oh, to a, a muscular feline, then so there are a few other things <laughs> we need to unpack, Jesse. I'm not, but it's like they try to make him like the bad boy. It's like, did you? Did no, you have so to? so it's taking like a, a bit a bit of a joke. And just sort of running with it to the ninth degree. Um, in the sense that... So Palicos have been a mainstay of the Monster Hunter franchise since I think the second game, where they were first introduced. And yeah, as Jesse said, they're your companions. You bring them along with you on hunts. And they attack other monsters with you. Uh, they sometimes do like crowd control. So if you're in a in an area and you're fighting one big monster and there's four little ones getting in your way, they will sometimes fight the little ones to keep them out of your way so you can focus on the big monster. Um, and essentially, they're hyper-intelligent feline creatures, essentially. Look like a cat, but stand up on two legs and walk around. Some of them, steal, hats. Some of them steal items from you, and they always Bastards. talk in cat puns. <laughs> always. Dude. <laughs> and Like perfect and all that? Yes, uh, yes, yes absolutely. Like, so weird on this. that we're talking about these things as pets. Yeah. Well, but but it is a pet. Well, here's, no, but here's the thing is that they've always just sort of been like, ah, oh, this sort of companion thing you bring along with you. But in the most recent games, they've updated them in such a way that you can interact with these cats in such a fun way. So in Monster Hunter World, for example, um, in the Iceborne expansion, in the hub area, there's like little hot spring foot baths you can sit in. And then whilst you sit down, your cat, your palico will come running up to you and like rest his head on, on your lap Aww. and you can pet them or you can play with them using a little toy or you can even dip their feet into the hot spring as well. And they have like a really cute little kick in it. And it's, like, it's really sweet. It's really cute. <laughs> and 
Yeah, so Palicodes have always been sort of... Essentially, it's just the Japanese wackiness just gone like, hey, let's make a fun little stupid thing. Uh, that it's a cat that can talk and wield a weapon. Isn't this cool? Genuinely helps you, though. love it. Like, yeah, I, I grew to love uh, little, little Krangus. Because um, yeah. especially when they heal you, oh. it's, it, it's all, they always come in clutch. Like, you're one hit away and suddenly you get a little puff of green. It's like, you threw some bugs at me, you little cat. Thanks, buddy. I uh, die anyway, but it's good. But uh, there are just as many times as they have saved me as they have also got me killed. And it's the funniest thing. Because there will be times when I'm like, oh, they j- it's about to heal me. My cat is in the middle of trying to heal me. They're doing the heal animation. And they stopped. Mm-hmm. And I'm dead. Fuck. <laughs> That's because I got distracted. attacking me right now. Well, oh, my cat has gone behind my monitors again, so bear with me. Well, we've also got from Monster Hunter, we've got the the, the Palamutes, mm. which are the dogs, aren't they, Grimmers? Look at them. Friendly. Ah, please don't. Um, we've got the Palamutes, which are the dogs that they introduced in, in Rise. Now, yes. I haven't played enough Rise to really have an opinion on them, but Simon, I'm sure you do. Also, why you speak about these Palamutes, I'm going to return this fucking kaiju because he's tearing <laughs> me up he is trying tearing to kill you me your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> right ah oh, yeah it's bloody tongue. yeah all of our audio only <laughs> listeners um he went Jess. like this so whilst oh. Jesse struggles, Talk about the dogs. <laughs> so yeah, well, whilst Jesse struggles to fight off Godzilla, um, the the Palamutes are. I, I find it interesting that they've only been introduced at this point in the franchise. I'm surprised they weren't introduced earlier on. But with that being said, the way that they have been introduced just fits so naturally. And again, it's a similar thing. It's like, hey, look, here's a pet that you can also take with you into combat. They can get hurt, they can get injured, but they never truly die or anything like that. When they get to low health, they just retreat. Um, So, you know, there's never that sort of anxiety about looking after them or anything like that. And also, because these dogs are, like, given growth hormones or something, they are the size of, like, a small pony, Mm. which you can ride into Mm. battle. You can literally ride your dog into battle, Um, which also is awesome. And also you can make them drift like it's Mario Kart. Like, you press a button and (laughs) your dog, like, starts drifting. And then when you let go of the the drift button, you go... Forward, you get this cool little speed that's boost. A, it's really amazing. fun. Oh it man, is I'm gonna so play cool. that, uh, that Tokyo Drift song and just drift my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Can you remind me to make a video of that? <laughs> done and done. Um, but they they are more attack orientated, whereas the palicos are more support orientated. So the cats can heal you, can do trapping and buff you and things like that. Whereas the dogs are attack. That's all they have going for them. You can have different types of attacks, and you can give them certain support moves, but it's way less beneficial than having a Palico. But the trade-off is that having a Palamute, you can ride that, which means you'll be quicker going through the map, quicker getting to the monster, and quicker starting the fight, and also you do more damage, so the fight itself is quicker. So the balance between the two is really good. Um, the way Monster Hunter Rise deals with traversal just in general is awesome. And even if you don't bring your dog, you can still get through the map relatively quickly. And the difference is only like maybe a minute at most. But yeah, overall, like they're, they're such a good fit. And I'm kind of annoyed it's taken them this long to introduce them. Because now that they're here, I'm like, where have they been all this time? Like I wanted this. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a complaint. And we won't get into here because we'll talk about it a fair bit. And I want to play more of Rise before I have a, a legit opinion. Simon, I've started playing Rise, okay? Yeah, On the TV as well. Crazy. Oh, I, actually, I actually docked it so I can play it properly. Um, I feel like I have too many companions right now. I feel like I just got too much with me. I just like, just let me, leave me alone. Well, that's right. You um, do, do that at your own pace. I can't. Wait, can you get rid of your dog and your, your palico and your palmute? Um, you can make them not come with you, if that's what you mean. Oh, okay, cool. Well, um, I, I like Rise a little bit more now. Sorry, Palamute, you're staying at home. Now, speaking of dogs, <laughs> I wasn't much of a Nintendo person as until really the Switch. What the fuck's a Nintendo dog? 
What isn't a Nintendo? A Nintendo was the the best idea <clears throat> I think Nintendo had to push a console ever. And it, it worked. Oh, didn't, yeah, didn't you it go worked. walk your Nintendo dogs? Absolutely, I did. I'm all about that shit, man. Come on, mate. I used to Lauren, physically Lauren. take my yes, yes, yes. Well, what like legit? What if Nintendog? All I all I know of Nintendogs is back when I worked at EB Games, it was there for a dollar. It was hot shit. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, like, look, I only played the. Is there a 3DS version? I'm pretty sure there is. There is Nintendogs and Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one that I got. So anyway, Nintendogs. It's just, dude. What do you think it is? It's like a. It's like a pet simulation game. So like, you go and you adopt a, a little kitten or a puppy you name it you can uh play with it you can feed it you can brush it and dress it up and all that kind of stuff and um it's just really cute you take them to like different locations and stuff which i'm pretty sure is like just the backyard or the the house i don't really know but um for the 3ds they also had a cool little like mini game or a little because you know how you could walk with your nintendo 3ds and it would like pick up steps steps and stuff that kind of stuff I can hear his yelling of Mitzi get off the bench. Um, <laughs> so, like the pets have taken over the podcast. As well. I, I am shocked. I'm not bleeding, to be honest. Yeah, you went pretty well. I had some good yeah. scratches. You did pretty well. Um, so you'd, you'd set it to like this um, this setting, I suppose. And I'd always close the closed the 3ds, and you go for like a real life walk, and because it tracks your steps and all that it would like pick up items along the way. So like I'd put it in my little, it kind of got annoying cause I'd, I used to always take my dog for a walk around the lake um, in town and I'd have to bring like my little handbag so I could stick my, my 3DS in there so I could pick up um, items along the way. And so like your little, your little pet, you'd finish the walk and it would be like, Oh, you walked, you know, this many steps. So you walked this far and they'd get you like little items and it would be like, you know, what is it? Tricks? They, they, I don't know. I remember yeah, something like that. Something weird, or like you know, you'd get like the um, the, the the points anyway for the system. Um, but also, you could like you could actually like walk them in game, like sitting on your couch, um, and you can like kind of direct them where to go. You get like different courses and stuff, and you'd walk to a certain direction. They pick up a anyway. It was just it was just like a pet simulation thing, you know. It made so you it feel like nice a, and it was nice like a wholesome. Tamagotchi Plus. It, yeah. it's really, it really only existed because Nintendo realized that the, the word Nintendo ends with the first letters of the word dogs. And cats. Um, so, <laughs> Nintendo cats. so, actually, no, let me let me get into this a little bit. So, the original Nintendogs was released in 2005 um, when I was 10. Holy shit. A mere puppy yourself. It. Yeah, like, holy shit, I was only 10. Um, and I remember I, I picked it up. Um, I got the Chihuahua and Friends copy because I had a Chihuahua at the mm. time. She was super lovely, by the way. Not like your stereotypical Chihuahua, which is all yappy and kind of shit. Oh. She was super lovely, super quiet, super friendly. Um, and so, yeah, got got that and played that for hours upon mm-hmm. hours. And then I remember reading an article in the Nintendo magazine that I used to get, which explained why Nintendogs even existed. And it was because Shigeru Miyamoto and his family got a pet dog. And he was like, this is a really fun thing to do, is interact with this dog. How can I make this into a game? And then he just sort of was Shigeru Miyamoto. And of course, people are pitching ideas to him all the time. <laughs> And someone else mentioned something similar, and he went, yeah, let's do that. Let's make a game and put it on the DS, and it made the DS sell like fucking hotcakes. Like, that was Absolutely. It was a yeah, big like, it deal. Was, it was a huge... I remember all the, like, um, like, celebrity endorsements in the UK, and there was adverts of, like, pop bands, and, like... <laughs> I'm just... As soon as you said celebrity endorsements in the UK, I just thought of, what are those, um... Those fucking twins... Oh, Jedward? Jedward. I'm just imagine <laughs> Jedward doing Jedward that. Jedward and Sword. No. Then I realised they would have been like three. Oh, that was yeah. from Pokemon, sorry. That's not the band. <laughs> they, they do remind me of Sword, Bird, and Shield, Ben, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Shield, <laughs> Bird, and Swordwood. Yeah, let's yeah. not talk about those Pokemon games. Let's, not, not. Um, let's keep that for the Jedward podcast we do. Yeah. Um, but no, like, basically the Jedward biggest dogs. like celebrities in the UK at the time, were doing adverts for Nintendo to promote this game. And everybody wanted this. Like, they sold out in the shops for about three weeks straight because just every, every time a new copy came in, it was sold immediately. Hmm. 
It was crazy. Mm. It's well, really good. Really fun. Moving into slightly more realistic dogs, I guess. Keelan, you're you're our. You're just like what just happened? Uh, you're a Skyrim expert here, I reckon. Grim. You're a Rip expert here. Thanks, Lauren. Uh, Fantastic. Thank you. Grim. Grim. Uh, whatever. Skyrim. Um, the dogs in Skyrim. The dog you can friend a few of them. Well, can you? an interesting yes. quest line oh. actually in Skyrim it involves the involves, ghost dog. Yeah, just interacting with this dog. And the dog <laughs> is telling you all kinds of porky pies. It talks. Yeah, and he's, he's it's, just, it's a magical talking dog. I love but it. like when he talks, he's like flapping his jaws though. So it's like ah, 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 like like real open and <laughs> open wide like Pac Man style talking. It's absolutely. I'm making that into a gif. It's that was horrifying, terrifying, um, and the story is fascinating. So you get to kind of uh, explore um, the. Uh, it's like a story about one of the Diedrich lords. And the dog is his servant and you get to make a few interesting choices there and you get different things depending on the choice that you make. It's uh, it's fascinating. But, yeah, there are other dogs in the game as well. They exist. <laughs> they, so, they just exist. Well, <laughs> no, because actually that's, that's an interesting point because um, the other dogs that you can interact with, so most of the random ones that you can come across are not classified as essential followers so they can die. They can die in the in the midst of battle. But this talking dog is classified as essential, so cannot die. Also, Ooh. when he follows you, he doesn't take up a follower slot in a traditional sense because he is forced to follow you along. So along with him and I think like two or three other followers who are forced to follow you, you can essentially have a small like party. Just- uh, yeah, a small a small army, including a dog, an old wizard, and a disgraced noble person of some kind. I can't fucking remember who. You just don't and finish the quests, right? You just don't finish and then you the just quests. Keep going, and you just keep going with them, <laughs> and it's really fun. Also, if you have the um, I forget the name of the expansion, but basically the house building expansion for Skyrim, and you have kids, you can adopt a couple of kids, make them move into your home. When you go and visit them every once in a while in between your adventures, uh, there is a chance that they'll be like, hey, look, I found a pet, and it could be a dog, or it could be a rat, or it could be a Ooh. wolf, or it could be... Uh, <laughs> it's a man. Yeah. Then, then you have a pet. But I, I guess, you know, interaction is somewhat limited um, with well, the, the actual pets. I do I do enjoy being a pet, a pet in a game. And when Far Cry 5 came out, when first got announced, I was a bit iffy about the, the location, being set in Midwest America. I'm like, eh, whatever. But then I saw that you could pat a bear. So there's, they, they choose, um, I think it was called Fangs for Hire, which mm-hmm. were, I mean, you have your guns for hire, so you can get like a sniper person, a shotgun person, blah, blah, blah. But you can get animals that follow you around. You have Cheeseburger, who is a grizzly bear. Beautiful. Um, An obese diabetic grizzly bear. Yes. <laughs> Peaches, Same. A, uh, a white cougar, and Boomer, who is just like a... Blue healer. A dog who looks like my who looks like my dog, Hamish. I'm going to put up a photo later. Back when I used to write my own little gaming blog, I did like a preview for it. Um, I mean, not, not Ubisoft didn't ask me to do it, I just did it. That sounded more official than it meant to. Um, but I put the photos together and it's, they copied my dog. Um, but yeah, when they, when they showed the trailers that you could just like pat the animals and like cheeseburger would come up to you, like lick your face and stuff like that, I was completely sold. Mm. You guys, I mean, Lauren, you, you played Far Cry 5. You weren't sold on Primal where it did it first? Yeah. Primal had other issues. You could ride them in Primal. Yeah, I don't want to. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See, Primal, Primal was good because they gave you all these mm. options for, actually, no, listen. Far Cry 4, you could ride elephants. Sorry. Far Cry Primal. Uh, they gave you all these options for, you know, the big ones like bears, <clears throat> um, saber-toothed tigers. Uh, I can't remember the rest of them. But then you could also have like honey badger and you could have like like little little mountain lions and all that kind of stuff as your little pets. And they would all have different stats and stuff. They were great. You could pat them and they would lick your face. Anyway, no, sorry, go on, Far Cry 5. Well, I mean, like, Far Cry 6 is going to have, what, a 
crocodile. And a and little yeah. chihuahua. And a little, no, a little, tiny little dog. And a rooster. And a rooster, the punk cock, as we've, we've dubbed them. Punk cock. Um, and there's also a, like a panther or something like that. There's some, like, you have to, like, buy the special oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know what you're talking right. about. Yeah. Yeah. See, they really love fun. their um their animals now. They really do in those in those games. They're, like, the little extra, I mean, they're companions for sure, but, like, they're, like, little extra weapon, I suppose. Well, I mean, the um, animals were. You can sick them. You can sick better, them. One of the best parts of uh Far Cry 3, they weren't pets, but they were bits of the environment that you can control because there yeah. was this whole, like, illegal animal Oh, trading? like breaking open the crates in the outposts. Animal shipping out, animal selling. I don't know what they call it. They were selling animals and they shouldn't have been selling them. Trafficking? But if you shoot the locks off a door, Tiger's like, oi, the fuck? Where's my door? Claws some dude. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so I think they, they or, kind of realised that people really liked animals being used as yeah. weapons. See, like, I did that in um, Far Cry 4 where you made bait and you would throw the bait um, into, like, the encampments with the bad guys or something like that, and they'd be like, what? And then all of a sudden, like, a cougar would jump out. Oh, of nowhere. so good. It was great. It was mm. good. Or rhinos. Do they have rhinos? I don't remember. But either way, it was... Um, don't eat the guitar yet. Really good way of... Uh, really good way of using... Utilising the environment around you. I mean, some games have pets that uh, are cool, but don't really add that much to the experience. I mean, the ones I'm thinking of is... I like D-Dog in Metal Gear Solid 5. Didn't really feel like he added that much to it. He was like going around collecting stuff. He looked cool because he had a little jacket and he had a lot of pockets, more pockets than the average dog. Um, mm. And you also had Chop in GTA Five. And all I can think about with Chop is that mission Chop. when you play as Chop. Yep. Oh yeah. And you're running around. And it's very strange. And then that cutscene afterwards where he's in the background having sex with another dog. Yeah. And it's like for that whole cutscene, he is just nailing another dog. Quality that was content. just the. The whole chop thing was the most tedious thing in the world to me. And, like, the moment I didn't have to interact with that dog again, I never did. Like, that's how that's how it's, you don't do a video game pet. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that, though, because obviously he was put in there and that mission was forced as a way to promote the social the app. app that you could download on your phone and blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, shit, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. But... I did invest some time into it when I was playing through it for the first time on PC. I'd already played mm-hmm. through the game on Xbox, um, was playing through it again on PC, and you know, thought, you know what, I'm going I'm to give it a go. And if you max him out, he is overpowered as fuck. Like, that dog is busted. Like, it took out an entire crew of gangsters, like an entire street worth of people. All on his... I, just, I literally just stood there at the end of the street, and watched him just murder everyone, and it was That's terrifying. It was that doll. As somebody who's been bitten by a Pomeranian, <laughs> that's terrifying. Literally, when I was younger, my neighbor had like a little. I don't trust little tiny fluffy dogs. Okay, they, they terrify no. me. Because I was talking to my neighbor, dog bit me, almost bit my eye out. <laughs> it's like tooth went in like here, oh, which gosh. to to Jesus, audio listeners that's... just below my eye. I would have uh, sucked and like, oh, how'd you lose your eye? Cool, like, have like a cool eye patch and maybe a scar. It's like, oh, how did that happen? It's like, oh. Pomeranian. Smallest dog in the world. Um, um, <laughs> so for, for those of you who are watching us live on Twitch right now, you can see my cat sat on one of my fucking drums. No, you can't Cats do. goddamn adorable. If you want to see more pets, <laughs> we do stream these live uh, whenever we do a podcast. Normally on a Sunday, but today's a Monday uh, at twitch.tv forward slash storymode AUS. Now, I've got one that is, is, is Trico from The Last Guardian a pet? I think yes, Trico no. is like the bird dog. Yeah. The bird dog. The character bird that dog. you play is more Trico's pet. Oh, that's a oh, that's an interesting aspect. Yeah, that is, that that's is a, very interesting. a good spin. I like that. Did anyone here finish Last Guardian? Nope, didn't start. Nope. It. I played half of it. Well, maybe half of it. I played some of it, and I liked it. Question mark. It was good. It wasn't worth ten years of delays. Huh. Are they ever worth ten years of delays? Um, um, that that game had it come out like five years earlier, it, it would have gotten huge. a much better reception. 100%, yeah. It was a, a product of its time and then got delayed in that time. It was a time capsule of a game. Um, 
Another game that I'm thinking of, and I know there's a lot of like mobile games where you play, you know, you look up different pets and stuff like that. Do you ever play Neko Atsume? Oh, God, no. yes. Uh, I didn't yeah. play it, but I know the game and awesome. Awesome. So you look after, it's like a little cat motel, okay? And you can do different challenges and stuff. To, and you take photos of your cats to earn different cats. And you have special cats. And some of them have like pun names, but then you had one that's like a sphinx. And you could buy like a little pyramid and all sleep in the little pyramid and stuff like that. Absolutely adorable. Now, I need to look it up. I remember a few years ago hearing word of a PSVR version of it. I don't know what came of that. But if that's real, I will find out a way to stream that bad boy because I want to look after your magical cats. My girlfriend used to play all the time and I would be like, huh, what a a dumb game. What a, what a, can I see the cats though? Like they're pretty cute. (laughs) (laughs) Adorable. Can I have a go? Like, that'd be great. <clears throat> Let's move on to the, uh, uh, sort of a subsection of, of pets. Now, Lauren, prepare yourself, okay? Okay. We're going to be horsing around here. We're going to talk uh, about mounts. name of a good show. Let's start, start <laughs> with the most well-known horse in the game, a pona. Good pet. Run by carrots. Bad pet. Love carrots. Rate it as a horse. Hmm. Now, wait, are these are mounts? Are we getting mounts? Is, is a pony a pet? A horse can be a pet. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah they're absolutely. pets. Well, they're companions. Yeah. They're companions. So, yeah. I, th- I, I would say I would say the difference between, like, strictly just a mount and a pet would be the level of interaction. I think it's mm. intimacy. I'm like, oh, jeez, no. Jesse, no. I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> Sick man. With your muscular cat cooking cooking a meal in a pot. You're the one that's sexually attracted With to him. With rippled abs. Ripper dipper. Now, I'm sorry. What anyway. was the question? <laughs> See, Lauren just drifted off thinking about this. Thinking about this cat. Opponent, um, as a horse, is it a good horse? Because I know you you do your our horse ratings for the show. I do our horse racing horse ratings. I don't do horse racing. Um. Look, uh, actually, now that I thought about it, not it wasn't. It's not bad. It's not bad actually. In uh, in the old Nintendo sixty four uh, time that that we were in, and including the three DS remaster, remaster, remake, remaster, remake, um, remake, remake. Actually, a pretty decent uh, gate as you run. It's a pretty decent stride. Um, I'm not a fan of the whole. He's a big like, horse word, okay. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, let's look. Well, it's, it's got a nice <laughs> leading leg. We you don't know? all live in these country towns, okay? We're not all like horse I understand your equestrian terminology. <laughs> We're not all centaurs. <laughs> Would a centaur don't be a pet? Don't tell people my secret. <laughs> Is a centaur a pet? No. no. Or just like a friend? A friend, it's pri- just it's a friend. primarily a friend human. of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, another lesson learned from Harry Potter. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it yeah, is. not not a fan of the whole uh, carrot munching situation it had going on because you'd be riding around and it would be like I'm out of carrots and it would just wouldn't go. So, um, not bad though, not bad, not a bad, not a bad feel to it. I do feel. like the horses in um, Breath of the Wild. I, I like that big horse. Big I, I like. Yeah, Huge like that chunky horse. I had skeleton horse. I like that it was just like different genres of draft horse, Clydesdale I mean, and such. I mean, yeah. technically, um, you could also you could ride the spirit of the mountain. Uh, you could ride the skeleton horses. You could ride bears. You could ride deer in Breath of the Wild, and you can take them all to a stable. And mm. you'd get very interesting dialogue depending mm. on. Yeah, so it's just like, what, what the fuck? You, you brought the devil to my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Or, that horse has the, no oh skin. That big fucking yeah. horse. <laughs> or, oh my god, you brought the the god of the mountain to me. What the fuck? Thank, why Thank would you, you do I, that? I wish you told me. I would have put on something better. I would have put on a suit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have freshened up a little. <laughs> Wait, are we considering them pets as well? Or is a pona. Okay. Is a pona Link's pet? I would say yes. Are there other horses Link's pets? Does Link have a lot of pets? Yes. See. Well, there are, there is pets. I mean, look if you're if you're going out there and you're breaking in one of the wild ones, and 
having it as your companion, then yeah, he's his pet. You name it, you you pet it, you feed it food, and you dress it up nicely and plait its mane. Like that's what you that's a, that's a pet. Mm-hmm. Or is it just that a form of transport? No, it's not no, a form of transport. Why, that's why the That's the Last exists. of Us Part Two. <clears throat> oh. Not that, but also a fair call. That's all it was there for. Well, I mean, the transportation from A to B. Kind of was that. Oh, how, how do you feel about the horses? And we've spoken about this game mm. a little bit in a previous episode. Red Dead. Horses and that. So You don't have one titular horse. You. Well, you can. Um, you can. If you play your cards right. No, you can't actually. Can't. I play my cards Look, wrong. <laughs> like, the the first Red Dead was, was very good, um, especially because it had... Um, different kind of uh, tiers for horses, but you didn't know. I mean, like, you know, when you went to Mexico and you got like a an old feral horse that was like skeletal basically and like not, not taken care of, obviously it was slower. But um, the, yeah, hey, you could find um, different styles of them in the wild and all that was pretty cool. And then Red Dead 2 especially, how there were lots of different breeds. So like, and they'd also have different personalities, Um more or less based on, well, they got stats and all that, but when your party members have their own horses, like what's his name? Bill, Bill Williamson had like a big chunky Clydesdale looking like draft horse mm. because he was a big chunky man. And, um, uh, Charles had a, um, Appaloosa, I'm pretty sure, which is a native American favored horse, which he was native American. So like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Obviously, Red did too because I feel like because they put so much time and effort because it was meant to be like a centerpiece of the game, it has to be one of the best ones out there, you know. Um, yeah, I think I've said it a million times. But, yeah, that uh, Last of Us Part 2, really, really, really good horse physics, even though it is just a mode of transportation in one little section. Um, but it is a cool horse. It That's is a bad. cool horse. No, yeah, yeah. No ball physics. No yeah, ball physics because it was a female shrunk. horse. What's Oh, See, shortcuts in development. Female horse. See, <laughs> they're like, if we make it a female, we don't have to design the balls. Calm down, Ubisoft. I think you um, said it was a gelding. Who knows? <laughs> Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, that too hard to animate my ass. Now, a horse that isn't <laughs> the horse that I love, but handles like shit. Agro. Shadow the Colossus. Awful. Mm. Awful. Also, also, it depends on the the way that the they're mapped button wise. That really plays a part in how yeah. it feels. Agreed. And that was awful. I guess You should be ashamed. Because aggro controlled poorly and the, the, the button mapping just was a bit nonsensical. Mm. Plus Shadow Colossus's infamous camera. Mm. Just really clashed, but when it, when push came to shove, that horse was a goddamn champion. It like yeah, yeah. I, I, I've recently been playing yeah, Shadow Colossus again because just what a game. And when you're um, up against one of the desert colossi, the big snake, you have to shoot his his air sacs. I believe they're called. You have to shoot him, and then you climb on the back. You have to kind of jump on Agro's back and then jump onto these wings. And it's I don't know why, but in, the, in that particular section, the horse controllers and camera and everything works perfectly. It is exactly what it needs to be, and I love it. And then you're riding to get to the next class site, and you, and you ride into a wall, and then you try to walk backwards, and then you can't, and then you're stuck there, and you turn your circles for about a minute, and it's like a car with no reverse. Mm. Very, very difficult to turn around. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Um, yeah. I also found, I mean, a horse that is better uh, would have to be Roach from The Witcher. Still not well, great. Well, you teleport say? sometimes, so that's yeah. a huge Roach can teleport. I always like a horse that can teleport when you when you whistle, but what, what did you guys think of Roach from The Witcher? I never felt, I, I wish play. I felt more connected to Roach than I did because like, like, whatever, you're a, a mode of transport here. Yeah, it was definitely that. And, you know, there's moments where, like, Geralt, like, talks to Roach or interacts with it. And, like, it's times like that where I'm like, man, I really want more of that. Like, he'll, like, get on the horse and he'll kick it off to start moving. And then he'll go, like, like, I can't do the, how do you do the horse noise? 
Is that it? No, pull, do it again. Do it again. Please I, do it I again. Don't know. Please, Keelan. Holy shit. Please it. be a horse again. Be a it's horse. Really, do it again. Really difficult. You have to do it with your cheeks, and I don't have the cheeks for it. I've oh, got the- cheeks. <laughs> I have the cheeks for it, but I don't know like what sound you're trying to make. That sound? That's the sound. horse? You does right. that. I, I, I can't do it. You can't now, do that. No, I can't. I really struggle with it. Don't you anyway. see lips for that? Are you hiding like are you, do you not have a top lip underneath that moustache? Is it just no, bottom I'm lip moustache than nose? Have you ever have you ever seen my top lip, Jesse? I haven't. Now, like, now, I haven't years. seen I, well, I haven't seen you for like a year, so I don't know what's happened. I'm I'm looking at the Discord years, camera and I can't see. Have you seen my top lip? You can't um, prove that it exists. Your anyway, Honor, I cannot confirm nor deny that. Anyway, Geralt straight up says I have multiple horses and I call them all Roach because it's easier. So he basically puts he puts that on the player and you're straight up like this is only a mode of transport and that kind of sucks because I'd like that not to be ingrained into the narrative so that you can like you know make up your own head cannon and shit about your your horse. But anyway, often in games you start if you're only yeah you're with your horse so much you start create your own head cannon. I did that a lot with Ghost of Tsushima. Which I really need to get back to with this whole like redone version. Anyway, um, there isn't that much lore with your horse, but you're always on your horse. And if you're me, you're always taking photos of your horse in this beautiful Japanese scenery. But there wasn't all that much. The horse wasn't great. Yeah, I, I, I didn't love the horse, but you start you start to create your own sort of narrative and connection with with them. So. That works, but I think that was more a product of the world that you were you were playing in, rather yeah. than a written in you know section of the game. Are we considering non-organic creatures pets? Is the battle dragon from Far Cry Blood Dragon a pet? Big metal fire-breathing lizard. I haven't I played say Far Cry yes. Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon's a good time. Oh, we should stream mm. that. Mm. It's awesome. It's really great. I have it downloaded. I just I just never got around to it. Done and done. If I'm if, if, if I'm going to stream Oxen Free, yep. you've got to stream Blood Dragon. Okay. Done and done. Jesse, I agree with that Next statement week. because I have another um, video game pet that is inorganic and is definitely, it, it fits all the criteria of being a pet, although it's not is the it player character's pet. Is it no, Knack? I, oh, God, I wish is it, it Clank? was Knack. No, it's Knack 2. <laughs> It's Knack 2, baby. <laughs> Knack 1 isn't a pet. Knack 2 is a pet. Yeah. Knack yes. 3, he'll be, he'll be you know, the master. The and the Titans from Titanfall? They're sending Knack to the Knackers. Because <laughs> uh, Good. Knack it off, Keelan. Get it? Going to make him into glue. Speaking of, <laughs> oh, God. Um, when Alex Vance was just a little factory. girl, she... Put together a whole bunch of parts on this little toy robot thing that her dad made for her, and she called it Dog. And she turned it into an invincible metal-killing monstrosity. And it is freaking awesome. I replayed all of the Half-Life 2 games earlier this year, and I realized how much of an impact um, Dog, the the character, has. Dog is a bounty hunter. it's, It's fantastic. Like... It has no expression, no, like, it doesn't emote in, in any way other than, like, big mechanical um, elements on it moving. And you feel, like, concerned for it when it gets into a fight, you know, like a, a semi-cutscene type thing. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, no, dog. I hope you're okay. Like, they did such a great job of building a connection between the player and this fake dog thing. Like, it's brilliant. I love it. It, at what point is, is can a pet just be a guardian? Because I feel like dog is a guardian looking after you, being like, "Hey, get out of I'm this." Recall? Do I play recall? That no, was I, the I, stupidest I, form of main, maintenance, animal maintenance that I've ever fucking seen in a game. What happened? So, I remember hearing about that game. I heard very strange things. So I reviewed it. Right, I got a uh, I got a review code. I think I gave it a. F- Five or a six, four, five, six, one of those three. Anyway, hmm. so, okay, so in Recall, right, you got your different kind of like 
animal companions and they all have like their different power-ups and all that kind of stuff like that. So you got the dog. I don't remember the names. You got a spider. That one's called Sebastian, I think. I don't know. There's like a, a monkey, big gorilla, and there's like a, a bird thingy and there's also other ones. But anyway, Duncan, that's a monkey. Duncan's called monkey. Monkey called Duncan. Um, so they, <laughs> what they did, right, is they named the mechanical like species, so like the dog, the the bird, all that kind of shit like that. But their core, so that the red like marble that sits inside the, you see in this, sits inside the mechanical being. The recore, if you will. The recore was like their power up. So, for example, you would go to a spot in Duncan because Duncan was a big old monkey. He would like bash down like walls or like he'd, he'd bash in the ground and this whole thing would like go up in the air. So he's really strong. Just like Knack. Just like Knack. So <laughs> what you would do, right, is you would, you'd only be able to bring one at a time. I'm pretty sure until later on when you could power up and you could have two. And then like one of them was like behind, like primary in front of you and the other one was just kind of tagging along. You could like swap them out. So anyway, what would happen, right, is that the core would be the power up pretty sure this is how it went the core please please don't correct me because i just don't care the core oh, would be the cow recall the fans up. out there please don't at lauren just don't all at three me of you, all of the recall don't, i don't care to argue because i've already been fans. through this i've already been through this <laughs> microsoft um so the core would be like the power up right so you'd be like you're gonna need you're gonna need duncan and i was like all right sick cool so you get to this part of the the desert you'd get there and it would be like you need the monkey and i'd be like oh for fuck's sake all right cool you'd go back and like the, for some reason, the loading screens were like like legitimately three and a half minutes long between areas. Like legitimately, Jesus. before the first patches came in, it was ridiculous. So you'd be Ugh. like, okay, I'll go get Duncan. You'd go back, you'd pick up Duncan, whose core would be red. I'm pretty sure that was the the strong monkey core was the red one. You'd go all the way back there and realize that he had the yellow core. And the yellow core. Strong call. monkey calls my favorite type of music. Please continue. <laughs> it's a really good genre. Um, and you'd go there, and the yellow core would be like wall climbing, for example, or like zip lining. So you'd get there, and you'd be like, Duncan, do the thing. And he'd be like, zip line. And you're like, you're the monkey. And he's like, zip line. And it's just like, <laughs> fuck. So you'd always forget because, like, when it was advertised, it was like, the dog is blue. The dog's the blue dog. Dog, dog, blue, blue dog. And you'd be like, sick. But realistically, you could make the dog any color you wanted and it would like do different charges do and power-ups and shit. So it didn't sense? really matter what animal you had. It was more it was the, the core, core that you- Which is that's fine. That's fucking dumb. That took me more pl- to realize they advertised, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They, they mm-hmm. advertised. I remember when I was writing the review, I was explaining to like my, the, the editor, David, his name is David. I was explaining to David, David- the core, and he's like, I don't understand. <laughs> At any point like, in your review, did the you use the term rebore? I didn't, but I really should. Ah, have. fuck. Yeah. Me. But oh, yeah, no, no, it was just Hope real frustrating because the um the <laughs> advertising for it was like, here's your buddy. He's a dog. He he does dog. He digs. I think it was. But then if he has a yellow core, he does like electrified, and he doesn't dig. So it was just like, if you needed him to dig, you had to make him a blue dog. But if he was yellow because you needed him for something else back then, but you need the dog here, but you need the blue dog, not the yellow dog. It was just like three and a half minute loading screen and it was just ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, the I gave it a five in, out of ten. Are the mounts I hate everything you said then. That was, <laughs> but you got me thinking. Are the mounts in Horizon? Are they pets? No. Is, no. I don't, oh, no, I don't think they animals. are. Is, is the killer robot from Borderlands 2 a pet? Death Trap? Um, didn't play enough of that game to to warrant an answer no. that. Claptrap no, pet, pet, or is he like a, some sort of toaster? I'm dancing. I don't know. Claptrap would. They've got to have like behavior of a pet. Well, that's the thing. I mean, technically speaking, claptrap does have behavior. Um, he, is this a thesis? Because I didn't study. <laughs> I guess if if yeah, I, I think it'll be pet- on the quiz later. <laughs> I don't think a pet can talk back to you. I think that's a, that's a general rule. I let the parrot. But Claptrap's pet behavior that he's annoying as fuck and never. No, because no, no, that no, means no, every character. Death trap. Not, that means not every clap- character in that game is a pet. Then. F- fuck claptrap. Claptrap's not important. So I'm talking fuck, about fuck claptrap. I'm talking about death trap. Death trap was so the necromancer class, uh, which was a, an additional DLC class uh, for Borderlands Two. You got a robot called Death Trap, which you could upgrade in various ways, and basically it 
functioned in a similar way to a pet would in a more traditional game where, you know, you engage in, in combat with some enemies and it would go and murder half of them and it would have, like, its own skills that you could upgrade and, you know, it would go expend all of it and all of the skills, all of its abilities on one guy and then be useless for the rest of the fight. Oh. So. Maybe, wonderful. actually. Yeah. Wait, actually, I, do, I actually do know what you're talking about. Now that you said that, I remember hearing about, like, yeah, it, it would just focus all the attack on one thing, power itself down, it's got no more ability, and it's like, oh, well, couldn't you have waited for like, the big dude to come along? Yeah. Ugh, gross. Pretty much. Okay. So, we're saying that the the animals, the robot animals in Horizon aren't pets, because, I mean, to be fair, you do have to mind control them with... With your magical, we well, gotta mind control them, but it's USB also like spear. you literally grab hold of them and then go to a certain location, then jump off and just don't care about them. If a chocobo would pet then, or chocobo, yes. I would argue. What's the difference? In Final Fantasy fourteen, it is. Oh god! Well, I, 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 I no, really no, 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 no! Hang on, hang on, hang on! Fancy stuff, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. A free trial. I'm sorry. Okay, no, but. But genuinely, um, <laughs> I would say in 14, they do function as pets. You can summon them to fight like inside a real you. Um, yeah, and like they... Yeah, of course. Grimlock, like come t- back! <laughs> <laughs> fight people for me, you <laughs> giant <would>. lizard. <laughs> but that's the thing. Um, you know, like in the same way that dog meat works as a companion, you can do that with your chocobos in Final Fantasy 14. So... I would I I would make the case for yes overall um, throughout this franchise. Maybe not like throughout other cases in the franchise. Maybe not so much because otherwise you have like what chocobo breeding for the races, and that's about it. Yeah, chicken chaser. Okay, so Yoshi, Yoshi, whatever. No, he's his own established character. He's a he's a protagonist. Protagonist. Is he a pet? He's a I mean, oh. don't know. I think the line's a bit of a, a bit of a thin one. Is this so going to go on actually. all night? Because I got, oh. I got, I got to eat some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not. But that, that's the last one I got because. Um, actually, I have one last question after this one. Because if you're saying I've, he I've can't got, be because he's one. protagonist, I would say the Nintendogs are the protagonists of the Nintendogs. Oh and they're pets. shit! So I'm just you're coming, right. I'm just looking back around. Full circle. My last question though: Is Daxter a pet? Jack and Daxter. Because he was, he was uh, uh, a man, like an elf man, and he fell into a vat of dark eco, which in all other circumstances in the game has very negative ramifications. You either die or you become angsty. All those. He turned into a weasel. And look, there's some reasons behind it. There's a whole thing. But yes, he turns into, an, uh, into a little, little okay, no, orange no, so you're man. He was originally a man. Yes. And then he turned into an animal. Yes. Okay. For that reason, I don't think he's a pet. Okay. Is Salem but from then- Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Is that a pet? Oh! Ooh, he's a real world examples. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. No, no, because, Bear, because this was the one I was holding on to. Are you the pet in Twilight Princess when you're Wolf Link? I would argue that you are. Hmm. <laughs> No. I like how this whole episode is like we're going to talk about our favorite pets, and it just became like it just it, it became very full. Does this like, count as a pet? Are we Do you the come pet? with the car? <laughs> no, but I reckon, in tw- I reckon, I reckon in Twilight Princess, you are the pet. Like when when you're Wolf Link, you have Midna, your companion, essentially, like your assistant throughout the game, riding on your back whilst you're a wolf, and she like if you stand still for long enough, she'll like pet you on the on the side and be like. Yeah, come on, no, let's go. But, but I feel like if you can become a man again, and then back into a wolf, and then back into a man, then you're but not the thing really is, is that she's with you the That's whole time, regardless of whether or not, regardless of whether or not you're in human form or wolf form, she is with you the whole time. So I would argue that in Twilight Princess, you are the pet. Question: If you are in Link form, does mm-hmm. she come up to you and pat you and say, "Good job"? Sarcastically, kind of. Uh, she doesn't pet you, but she does say good job and mm. does mock you and berate you for being rubbish. If you, if you can, just like you real life. If you can pet yeah. someone in their wolf form and tell them good job, then you should be <laughs> okay. able to do it in human form. I, I really appreciate that, that, that Kevin Kills pet. pet. 
He does the action? Uh, yeah, I know. But I'm we're not quite it. sure what he means. <laughs> and if you can't do it in one or the other form, then they're not a pet. But gotta, then, it's gotta be both. but then the question then becomes because um, going back to Final Fantasy XIV, you can do an emote which is to pet someone, like right. pet them on the head. Real you quickly, can do that to everyone, you can do that to every every NPC, every inanimate object, every other player character. Uh, is everyone else your? Real quickly, pet in before Final Simon keeps saying about Final Fantasy, I'm just going to put my foot down <laughs> and say, everyone, shut the fuck up. I'm going to wrap it up there. Okay, <laughs> wrap it up there. So we're going to talk about pets. Um, I'm still really sad about River. I've got I've still got photos oh, up my, yeah. for my research. Um, but look, I think we can all agree: more pets in games because pets make games better. More pets. Yes. Please. Don't mention Final Fantasy. You better say something. Do you say Final no, Fantasy? No, I was gonna. No, I was gonna say something about Twilight Princess actually, ah! which is one of my, because <laughs> no, you can no, pick up no, the dogs in the village and carry no. them around with you, and it's really cute. Oh, that's really cute. Oh, that is pretty cute. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, also, we could have just gone to the whole um, "Can you pat the dog?" Twitter account. Yeah, that's true. What about whole, whale pets? Yeah, we'll a whole thing. But if you want to listen to more of our bullshit, good. we are on Spotify and iTunes. Just search for Story Mode Video Game Podcast or our other show, Love Letters, and you'll get all sorts of. You got like eighty episodes to listen to, so why not? Um, as always, a big thank you to Fan Critical Podcast Network for uh, supporting us, putting us out there, and also they have a bunch of new shows um that are definitely worth checking out so give them a, give them a check and give us uh, you know give them give us a review they help out you can also find all your news at storymodegaming.com follow us on uh the, the socials as the, as the kids say at storymode aus we're also on twitch at that same address where you can watch these recordings live you can see various pets you can see kill Keelan's padding motion and non-existent top lip uh, but you can also watch us play games throughout the week and of course, if you want to chuck a couple of bucks our way, we are on Patreon. Just search for Fan Critical, and you get access to a bunch of bonus content. But with that, prop it up. So, Lawn, Sai, Kills, thanks, and, and our various pets. Thanks for joining it. Thank you. You all had fun, and everyone listening, everyone in the Twitch chat. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. We will catch you next time. Stay safe, play some games, and just pet. Just love everything. Your pets. Pet everything. Pet everything. Pet everything. everything. Bye. Bye. I can't do it either. <laughs> That's idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>